Bismillah, alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah. They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive, our souls need to be nourished as well. But the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement. My name is Amjad Tarsin, and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls. Take my hand, come with me. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to episode 8 of Soul Food uh, where we're going to look at the relationship between eyesight and looking at creation with mercy and the effect that that has on the heart. Uh, in this episode we're going to look at how the gaze, how eyesight and what we look at is, is related to worship. We're going to look at the benefits of looking at creation with uh, mercy and compassion and honor and the effect, the effect that that has on society. Uh, so let's just uh, jump right in. The way that, that glances and eyesight is attached to worship is that we see uh, in prayer, for example, that when we're praying, we're recommended to not look anywhere left or right or up or down or the things around us, that we're in a state of almost complete focus and uh, turning our heart and our attention entirely to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And one of the, th- the ways that that manifests is by looking you know, at our place of sujood, the place of prostration, or looking uh, you know, straight ahead of us and not looking left or right. And what's interesting, especially as we're fasting in Ramadan, if you're listening to this in Ramadan, is that when we're fasting, we're also told to be careful and control our eyesight and to control what we look at. And the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, he taught us in a, a, a narration that's been reported uh, that the Prophet has said that five things invalidate the fast. That there are five things that invalidate the fast. Lying, backbiting, tail-bearing, false testimony, and looking at something with lust. And scholars say that this means the reward and the effect of fasting disappears if someone commits one of these five things. So we have to be very careful with our eyesight, particularly in the you know summer months when people might not necessarily around us be dressed as appropriately uh, as, as one should, that we have to be particularly careful about what we look at. Um, and it's especially serious because in Ramadan, the rewards and benefits that we get, they cannot be acquired at any other time of the year. So when you're fasting, that you have to be really careful. And that's actually one of the purposes behind fasting is to have more self-control and self-discipline to attain greater levels of nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the Prophet taught us once again that every good deed is multiplied 10 times to 700 times to many multiples. And God the Exalted says, accept fasting for it is mine and I grant its reward. A person leaves their food, drink and desires for my sake. And this is a Sahih Hadith narrated in in the book of Imam Muslim. And Allah praises the person who leaves food, drink, and desires, and controls their glances for his sake. 
And, you know, in, in yesterday's episode, we looked a lot about the reward of lowering the gaze and how Allah replaces it with a sweetness of faith and to be very careful uh, uh, of not misusing our eyesight and not misusing our glances in a way that's displeasing to Allah and recognizing that our eyesight is something that we have control over, that Allah gave us eyelids and it's actually very easy for us to look away from something or to close our eyes when something uh, displeasing or something that is not uh, good for the heart presents itself before us. So that brings us to the next point about looking at creation with mercy. And one of the important ways of using your eyesight is to look at others with mercy, to look at them with a sense of compassion, to look at other believers with honor and reverence. And this is, this is sometimes easier said than done. Sometimes we look at people and we start to size them up. Like, what's, what's up with this person? What's their deal? Oh, they look this way. Maybe they're like this. Or sometimes we try to find flaws. So, oh, this person might not be, you know, perfect outwardly, whether it's something that's related to their form or something that's related to their religious appearance. And we start to, oh, they're not doing this right. Oh, they're not doing that right. But that's not how we're supposed to use our eyes. We're actually supposed to look at people with respect, with compassion. And when you look at them that way, it has an amazing impact on the heart. Amazing impacts on relationships and friendships and getting to know people. Um, and this is very central to Islam. And, and maintaining beautiful relationships, whether it's families, whether it's marriage, whether it's friends, whatever it may be. There's a, a specialist, an expert in, in marriage research, whose name is John Gottman, and he says that he can tell how good or bad or how successful uh, or dangerous you know, a marriage is if it's on the brink of maybe divorce or whatever, just based on the way that the couple looks at one another. If they look at each other lovingly, or if the other person talks and then the other spouse has a really you know, uh, disgusted expression on their face, that he can tell how the marriage is doing and where the marriage is going just based on that. So even looking at, at a person's spouse, for those who are married, with mercy, with compassion, with love, has a huge impact on how you treat them and how you view them and how you're going to deal with that person. So imagine if we went out into the world and we looked at people with mercy and love and compassion. What effect that would have on our hearts and on the hearts of the people that we're dealing with. And this is why the Prophet ﷺ, he taught us that when you smile in the face of another believer, that that is a form of charity, that that is a form of giving some goodness to that person because it has an impact on people. And this is so critical today because we live in a time when so many relationships are falling apart. Uh, the devil strives and works day and night tirelessly to cause problems between people, to pull people apart, to tear people in different directions and to, to cause discord between people's hearts. And the Prophet ﷺ, he taught us that it is enough evil in life to look down at a fellow Muslim. That if someone looks down, just looks down at them with scorn or disdain or contempt at a fellow believer, that that is enough evil that they have committed in their life. And scholars say if that is evil, then the opposite is true. 
that looking at someone with mercy and dignity and reverence and respect, when you look at them in that way, that that is a form of great good. That is a form of great good. Just as looking at them with contempt is a form of great evil, that looking at them with goodness is a great act of worship and has a profound impact on the heart. So we need to be people who are ambassadors of mercy, who go out in the world and that we look at people with mercy. When we see whether it's orphans or people in need or someone begging on the side of the road, instead of looking at them with contempt, that we look at them with mercy. We say, wow, what, what happened to this person in their life that led them to this moment? You know, so we have to be those kinds of people and not be people who continue to uh, stoke the fires of, of anger and discord and hatred. And you can imagine what the societal benefits of that would be. And I really believe that if we actively engaged in this and we sincerely went out into the world and said, you know what, I am someone who has to look at people with mercy that we could change the world. And it's not like some, you know, uh, uh, utopian kind of uh, uh, pie in the sky. But this is something that the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu he taught us and that it has serious impacts. And I've had the honor and the, the blessing to live with people who treated others with mercy and looked at them with mercy. And just being in their company, just being in their company, people of the utmost piety, and dignity, and uh, uh, mindfulness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but they treated other people with great amounts of mercy. Being in their company felt like a healing for the pain inside. Just being around them, it was transformative. It was amazing. And we need to be that way for others. And we are the ummah of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu and his ummah is an ummah of mercy. But you might be wondering, or someone might be wondering, but what about when someone commits a sin? Like how do we deal with them, or how do we treat them when they commit a sin? The way that you help someone who is engaged in sin is by treating them with mercy. If you don't treat them with mercy, then they'll never have an opportunity to leave that sin. I'm not saying enable them in their sin, but to treat them with mercy and to give them an opportunity to change. A man in the time of the Prophet ﷺ was being punished for drinking alcohol. And it's a major sin, like it's a serious sin. But while he was being punished, one of the people present insulted him. And what did the Prophet ﷺ say? He, he turned to him and he said, Don't aid the devil against your brother. Don't help the devil against your brother. And what that meant is that insulting that man would only bring him further down. And it's only through mercy and assistance and being there for him that he can actually overcome that addiction and overcome that sin. So look at him with mercy despite the fact that he did something that's a major sin. And this is really important. You know, and we have to actively find ways to use our eyesight to seek the pleasure of Allah, to seek nearness to Allah Jalla Jalalu, to use it for good in the world. So when you look at your parents or your grandparents with mercy, with love, you're rewarded. When you look at children with mercy and love, you're rewarded. When you look at your sister or your brother with love, you're rewarded. 
when you look at your neighbors or your co-workers with mercy, when you seek out excuses for people, these are all ways of purifying the heart. And as they say, a beautiful person sees beauty in all things, and an ugly person can find ugliness everywhere. So we have to be people who use our eyesight for the pleasure of Allah and that this has deep societal implications of healing and of love and of goodness and of bringing the hearts together. So that brings us to the call to action. It's really simple. Smile at someone today. Look at everyone around you. When you go out, whether you're commuting to work or you're going to go out to the grocery store or whatever it may be, or even if you're just at home and you're dealing with your family, is look at them with mercy. Look at them as a blessing. Look at them with reverence and honor. And even if you come across someone who upsets you or does something wrong, find an excuse for them and still try to look at them with some degree of mercy. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for tawfiq and we ask Allah that He looks upon us with mercy in these blessed days where when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala looks upon a servant with mercy, they are freed from the fire and given eternal felicity. That we ask Allah for you and us and all of our loved ones that gaze of mercy from our Lord and our Creator. Astaghfirullah <laughs>